What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Stoner Thoughts Podcast. You know what? I came across a pretty interesting article today on RoyalCoinSeeds.com, and it is seven ways to boost the intensity of your high. And one of the things that gets me about this is I've always heard people telling me, like, when they ask me random questions and shit, they're like, hey, man, yo, could you, like, you know, tell me exactly, like, what the best way to smoke is, the best strain, the best way to get stoned, the most awesome way to do it, like... I want to smoke, and I want to get stone stoned, and I want to just do all these things and hand level, blah, 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 blah. It goes on for, like, hours, hours, man. And, I mean, there's no guaranteed 100% this is the way that you get stoned. This is the way that you get ultra high. Like, unless you're going to be smoking really high amounts of concentrate or really, like, high testing strains, there's no guaranteed weed. There's no guaranteed weed. There's no guaranteed way that you are going to exactly what gets you, I don't know, gets your buzz higher, that makes it last longer, whatever like that, I've heard a lot of people talk about like, oh, like, mangoes, mangoes are the thing to do, like, eat mangoes, drink mango juice, get mango Arizona and chug those, and you do all that before you smoke, that way, after you smoke, the high supposedly lasts longer, and you don't have to deal, like, you don't have to deal with, like, coming down as fast, and it intensifies the more, like, not, I don't want to say psychedelic effects, because I know everybody's like, well, if you smoke enough weed, man, you'll start seeing shit, but if you're that high, if you're that stoned, like, you probably need to either slow down or quit, so today, we're gonna run through these seven pieces of this article, and it's gonna be, like, pretty neat, number one is choose your strains, store weed, change up your routine, change up your methods, eat the right foods, exercise, and take a tea break, for those of you that don't know what a tea break is, it's a tolerance break, and... I have a few things to say about that when we get to that one coming up in this next segment. See you guys shortly. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Stoner Thoughts Podcast. All right, guys. So anyway, let's get into this article. And you know what? It even says here in the intro, it's like you had everything prepared so well. You got your weed, your favorite snacks and fresh water, a comfy place to sit. You got your music, a movie or a YouTube channel. But when you light up, you don't feel the high you were hoping for. Maybe it creeps up on you. No. Alright, you know what? I've just gotta like I gotta elaborate on something real quick for everybody. If you're gonna have the session, and I've said this a thousand times, I'll say it a thousand more if I have to, to avoid any negative consequences of smoking marijuana, I always tell people hundred percent of the time, if you're gonna smoke, have everything ready at your disposal. Just be chilling. Be like just go to the store before you get stoned. I mean, yeah, it's cool to go out, like, when you're high. I mean, come on. Del Taco tastes so much tastier when you're absolutely zooted. But you know what? There's just there's just a limit to how far you need to go while under the influence. Because there's so many people that get pulled over for, like, you know, drunk driving, impaired driving, stoned. Like, driving high, basically. Like, I don't want to see anybody that I know or I care about get in trouble because, you know, Oh, we got stoned and drove to the convenience store to get snacks, and we got pulled over and we smelled like weed, so we got arrested. Because it's like there's no real like roadside DUI marijuana test that an officer has at his disposal besides like his nose. That's it. If you smell like weed, or I guess like if you obviously look absolutely fucked, like you just smoked and went for a drive and got pulled over like five, ten minutes into it. You might get in trouble. I mean, you could nine times out of ten probably bullshit your way out and be like, oh, sorry, officer, I'm just pretty tired. You know, it's been a long day at work nights, whatever, depending on the time of day. But, like, 
there's even a, they even gave us a chart. Number one here is going to be choose your strains wisely. Hopefully you really do have a good source for your weed. This will be, of course be better if it's, oh, legal through a dispensary or a cannabis club. I've never been to a cannabis club. The only place I've been to that like you can pay to have like a membership or anything like that is there's this lounge place out here where you can literally pay a membership fee, show up, buy your weed, sit in like a via, sit in like a little booth in there and like smoke and they'll bring you like drinks and snacks and there's like a TV that you can watch. It's literally like a nightclub, but for people to go get high and like watch 90s cartoons in. And I've been there a couple of times. It wasn't like my favorite experience, I'm not gonna lie. My favorite place to get absolutely fucks is at home. And if I'm gonna smoke and I'm gonna have like a, take like an entire day off of my life and just kinda like, you know, sit back, relax, get high, watch TV, eat food, order some Uber Eats or some shit, like, it's just the best feeling. It's for me personally, anyways, I don't know about you guys. Let me know what your favorite thing to do or where your favorite place to smoke is. Cause I remember like back in the day, Back in the day, speaking of legalities, let's let's do let's derail already right off the bat. Not even like you know five minutes in or anything like that. No, I'm gonna tell you guys a story right off the bat. When we were younger, we either had to find a friend's house to smoke at, or if the friend's house wasn't available, we had to go like hide, and I mean hide as in like stealth moded the fuck up, and either roll a joint. Or find a bowl to pack our weed in and go, like, walk around the park at night. Like, we always used to be super sketch. I'm surprised we never really got, like, caught, caught, like, blatantly caught in public high. But that's mostly because, like, we weren't complete fucking idiots either. We weren't going to go run around everywhere. We were going to go smoke, go back to the homie's house, and go to bed. And when we first started smoking, like, one of our friend's houses, we could kind of, like I said before, we could smoke there smoke air smoke there because side note i'm also a little bit stoked didn't smoke this session but i did eat like two edibles i think maybe like 20 30 minutes ago so it's kind of kicking in i'm feeling it that's why i'm recording this at like you know four o'clock in the fucking morning but anyways like man where do i begin We've smoked at parks, we smoked behind dumpsters, we smoked behind restaurants, like, we smoked behind fucking, like, walking down the street with the bowl, like, cupped in your hand or your hoodie. And even though it's hot, you hold on to that shit, because God knows if you lose the bowl, you are absolutely screwed, and then you don't get to smoke at all. So we'd have, like, these cheap little, like, you guys ever seen, like, a corn cob pipe? They're, like, $10, $15 from, like, some smoke shops out here. And I convinced one of my buddies who was 18 back in the day to buy us like three or four of them. And I gave him like the 30, 40 bucks for them. And like, dude, these things, you can only use them like maybe like five or six times before it's like, you gotta take a literal like razor blade or a really sharp knife and like scrape a layer of the inside out. Because yeah, we never figured out that you could just go buy corn from like Albertsons and buy like you could order the stems like on eBay or some shit at the time or Amazon probably I think Amazon was around at this point it was like the early days of Amazon I believe but like I don't know you could totally like you could totally just make your own pipes and shit but we didn't figure out until we got much older that you could literally make a bong out of a Gatorade bottle smoke out of it and then throw the fucking thing away and nobody would be the wiser unless your parents were gonna go through the trash 
I got a story about that one, but I'll save it for later because it relates to one of the other. Uh, it relates to one of the other subjects in this better than this one. But anyways, back to the you know cultured article instead of my stories of me being an absolute like jackass as a teenager. There's enough for you to research the cultivar on the site on our site for some general advice. Here you can learn about the unique effects of each strain. Okay, guys, so. They're plugging themselves here. Go check it out. Royal Queen Seeds, Autoflowering Seeds, Feminized Seeds, CBD Seeds. They got all kinds of stuff on here. So I would definitely say go check it out. There's even a related story that says, what are the difference between Indica and Sativa? Indica, in the couch. Sativa is more like a bubbly, creative, like, oh, I'm going to go out and do shit today type of high. Me, I prefer the Indica. All right, subject number two on this is store your weed well. When you get your weed home, where do you store it? If you use the plastic container or baggie you got the weed in, this may spoil the herb's potency. Oh, this is a fact I didn't know. Plastic can conduct an electric charge which will fry the THC-rich trichomes on your flowers. Avoid this with a good glass or steel jar. You know, I never, ever, ever thought about that. I never realized that, like, plastic generates... Like, take your hand right now and, like, rub it against a blanket or, like... Rub it against like, I don't know, like a plastic cup or something. Get that little layer of static. I didn't know that fucked with your weed. I thought it was just because plastic was never like perfectly sealed. There was always like some way for air to get in. There are ones with humidity controls built in, as well as ones with removable humidity packs. Oh, yo. A simple solution for curing is to leave a peel of orange, lemon, or lime seal in your weed for two or three hours. Yeah, you know what? Swear to God. Swear to God. That is like... <clears throat> Pardon me, because uh, that is clutch advice right there. If you ever get marijuana and like it's starting to dry out or go all flaky and shit on you, the best thing, the absolute best thing you can do is throw a little orange peel or even like an apple slice if you like apple, lemon or lime, and leave it in there for two or three hours. Don't forget like exactly where you're putting it. Because there's so many people who like, like I, I had a friend put an orange peel in his, and he left it. He left this orange peel in his weed for like a week, and he didn't smoke because we were going to school. And then the weekend comes, we're all stoked. We hadn't ate the weed that we were gonna smoke. We go to check on it, and it's literally just mold, all over the cross of it, all over the top, all down to where like the orange peel was sitting on top of the weed, just this big lump of like nastiness. And he's like, oh, I'll just take the mold off the top and we'll smoke the stuff on the bottom. I'm like, nah, bro. Nah, we ain't smoking that shit. I left. We left. Picked up some more shit. Came back. And then we smoked. We still had, like, it was one of those Mission Impossible nights. We had to figure out how to get, like, 30, 40 bucks together in, like, less than, like, two or three hours. Which, not an easy task. But this friend told his mom that we wanted to order. We, or not that we wanted to order. That we wanted to go get pizza this friend's a fucking genius by the way so he realizes there's like three Domino's boxes outside and he goes guys if we go to Little Caesars and we only spend 10 bucks of this money on pizza we can spend the other 35 40 bucks on weed hit up the plugs we're sitting there my two friends are texting and calling everybody I'm giving them like two of my friends numbers because I didn't have a cell phone at the time like I didn't have a cell phone until I was 19 I had to buy my own, but like I had an iPod Touch, so I had people's phone numbers. I was like, "Yo, 
let's go to Starbucks real quick. When we're on our way, I'll stop there and hit up the plug. My buddy found a plug before I did, fortunately for him. Because the guy I was about to hit up was, again, the sketchy guy that wanted to meet us up at all these, like, random gas stations and shit across the valley. He'd be like, yeah, dude, like, where are you at? What's closest to you? Oh, you're the, you're on, uh, Portola and 111? Cool, I'll meet you at the AM, PM there in, like, 20 minutes. And I'm absolutely sure that when these two kids, these two or three dudes are standing outside, i.e. us, looking sus as fuck. And they're just like... Like, we're sitting outside one night, and I went inside, bought a couple of Arizona teas, we're hanging out in the parking lot, eating chips, drinking teas, and a staff member walks in and goes, hey, why are you guys still here? We're, oh, we're waiting for our ride, my cousin's coming by, and a dude shows up, hands us some shit, we hand him some money, and then takes off, and we just walk away. I mean, obviously, we were buying something from somebody, but you know what? Kudos to you AMPM guys that never ratted us out, or, like, called the cops on us, or any shit like that. Like, it's just... There are so many ways that like things could have gone bad when I'm a high school when I was a high schooler that I don't realize. Sorry, I'm feeling those edibles a little bit, kind of mixing up my words. But again, yeah, there's so many things that could have gone wrong, absolutely fucking wrong. Like I could have gone to juvie. We could have gotten actual fucking trouble for the shit we did. Like it wasn't. It's not like today. Where, you know, if you get caught with weed, it's just like, you know, a slap on the wrist and they send you on your way. Nine times out of ten, a cop's not even going to take your shit if he finds, like, a bag of weed on you. If you're, like, 18, 19, 17. If you're, like, a kid kid, like, 14, 15, like we used to be, then, yeah, they'd probably take your shit and be like, hey, you shouldn't be doing this. But, you know what, just get the fuck out of here. Unless you get caught in school, because I know for a fact that nowadays, if you get caught in school, like, I had a, I had a story that my younger brother told me about one of his friends got caught with a bag of weed in the band room. Fucking band kids. Apparently, they were using a mouthpiece from a trumpet, and a slide from, not a, not a, um, what's it called? Not a trombone. A French horn. I think shit that I used to play. They put the mouthpiece in one end, and you can take, on a French horn, you can take off the tuning slides kind of piece them together and smoke out of it. I mean, we did this shit back in the day, too. This is like an old trick where you piece the three pieces together. You put the mouthpiece on one side, you pack a bowl in it, and you smoke out of it. They got caught using pieces of their instruments to smoke out of, and they had weed on them. And apparently, they had, like, three kids had to go to Narcotics Anonymous classes. They got on-school suspension for, like, three weeks. One of them was the one who admitted to, like, bringing the weed to school. He straight up almost got expelled, dude. He had to go through a whole fucking, like, drug rehab program at the age of 16. So please, guys, if you're underage and you're listening to this, don't be fucking stupid. Keep it legal. Wait until you're legal age. You know, wait until you're at least 18, at least, like, a legal adult. That way, any action that you make or any, like, thing that you do is your responsibility. And it doesn't, like, look bad on your parents. Because I've seen countless times, like, so many parents get upset because they'll be in the middle of like, you know, living their life, taking their kid to school, thinking everything is good, and then suddenly, bam, oh, your kid's a drug addict. He's a what? Well, we caught him with weed, so that means he's a drug addict. He had a lighter. That's paraphernalia. A lighter's paraphernalia? Even my, even, even my parents back in the day, like, I used to carry lighters and shit on me all the time. Of course, for obvious reasons. I smoked cigarettes. I smoked weed. Like, I'd always be getting caught smoking cigarettes before school and security would roll over and be like, you know, you really shouldn't be doing that, but you're not on school property, so I can't say anything to you about it. 
because it was a little spot of public sidewalk that ran down next to my high school we go stand on the opposite side of the sidewalk from the school and the minute the security guards would pull up over there, they'd be like, I just saw you with a lighter. I saw you with a lighter. And I'd be like, I don't have shit on me. I'd like shove it in like the deepest, darkest reaches of my backpack inside a binder, in the back of my binder, that one of those big ass zip up ones that had a big ass pocket full of fucking like pencils and erasers and shit. And I had this pencil sharpener that you could fit a tiny big lighter inside of, but it was a black case pencil sharpener. At one time they even asked to search me and I was like, okay, uh, I don't consent. And I got taken straight to the principal's office. And mind you, this was because, another segue away, I haven't even gotten past the second thing yet. By the way, keep your weed in a cool, dark place, not right in the sun again, that'll fuck it up and dry it out. But anyways, so there was this kid that we always used to call a narc, as a joke, because this was the kid that would rat everybody out to security. Because he was one of those, like, fucking, what do you call him? Like, shit, I can't even, I can't even think of a name. Like, <laughs> what are they called? The kids that do, like, the, the, the pre, the cadet kids, the cadet corps, that shit. The wannabe military kids. And he was always ratting us out because he'd be like, oh, well, they were smoking cigarettes before school today, or... Oh, they were doing that. And me and my buddies used to go to the 99 cent store, buy like the six pack cans of Coke and like Pepsi. We'd buy dollar monsters, the small ones. And we'd bring them to school and the monsters I'd sell for three bucks and a can of Coke I'd sell for a dollar. So if I spent a dollar on the six pack of the mini cans and I was selling the cans for a dollar and people would pay it absolutely 100% of the time. Like this kid heard that I was selling Cokes immediately goes to the principal and tells them, oh yeah, he's offering coke to people. I get taken into the fucking office. I swear to God, this is a true story. I will get my mom on the podcast because she was the one that had to show up at school from me being a absolute smartass. Because when I go into the counselor's office, I look up and you know how like some people have like tinted windows? Because this was in like a big two-story building here in California. So all the buildings had tinted windows. And I look up and I can see the cop standing outside the door through like that small rectangle window on the door. And the counselor looks at me and goes, oh, I know you can see him. She goes, don't worry about him. Just just pull the drugs out of your backpack and we'll be fine. I'm like, what fucking drugs? Mind you, this happened to be one day that I had absolutely nothing on me. I didn't have any weed. I didn't have any like lighters or cigarettes or fucking mushrooms. I'm just kidding. I didn't do mushrooms until after high school. But like... You know, you get what I mean. There was nothing there. There was nothing for them to, like, worry about. And I looked at her, I'm like, why are you searching me? She's like, well, someone told us you were selling coke. Now just take it out of your backpack. Mind you, my counselor fucking hated me. Let me say it like that again, nice and clear for you. Fucking hated me and my friends. Two of my friends came to school stoned on 420. And instead of just, like, you know, letting them off on the warning and be like, okay, well, you know what, like, don't do it again or whatever. No. They had to go get expelled. Yeah, they literally got expelled from the school district because they came to school stoned on 420, which is like, to be fair, the one day that you don't come to school high is 420. Let me let me say that again for you guys. Do not go to school stoned on 420 if you are underage. 
because that is like the day of the year that everyone's like, oh, let's smoke before school starts. It's 420. We're stoners, right? We got to keep it going, man. Got to keep the session alive. Like, keep up the tradition. No, don't be a fucking idiot. If you're going to smoke on 420, wait until after school or just ditch class for the day. Don't, I'm not encouraging this, by the way. This is just simply to entertain. Like, they, they straight up got expelled. And I swear to God, dude, when I started pulling cans of Coke out of my backpack, this counselor's face got, like, blood, like, red. Like, dude, I mean, like, I'm looking at, like, my Apple logo sticker. I have, like, one of those, like, cool, like, marker-looking ones that look like Scribble. And there's some red marker on there, the red recording button on my freaking iPad right now. She was pissed. She was absolutely beyond pissed. Like, she's sitting there, she's like, what the fuck is this? Is this some kind of joke? Like... Where the hell is the drugs? I'm like, you said I had coke in my bag. This is the coke that I had in my bag. I asked my buddy if he wanted one earlier because I had a six-pack of coke and, like, two monsters in my backpack. She's like, well, what are you doing with all these? And I was like, I drink them. Bullface fucking lie. I, love, I like, had, like, maybe one monster in the morning. But shortly after this, and I think it was because of me, the school banned anybody bringing in any outside drinks in the morning like, no Starbucks, no, like, coffees, no Monsters, no, like, anything like that. But me and my friends, we got, we got wise. We got wise. But instead of drinking the regular Monsters, if you guys have ever had a Monster import where you can close the lid or this shit called, I don't fucking know, a water bottle that's, like, a solid color, we used to get Hydro Flask. Because this is when they did, was it when they, these were just becoming, like, a popular thing. Like, the cheerleaders and shit had it. And then people began questioning it because all of a sudden, us, the stater punk rock kids, were carrying around hydro flasks, and people wanted to know why. And literally, dude, fun fact, I believe it's the 44-ounce hydro flask can perfectly hold a big can of Monster. Yeah. We used to pack ice into the hydro flask and take the can of Monster, which perfectly fit inside, like, the opening of the water bottle. Shake the ice to the sides of it as you dropped it in, but the mouth of that came perfectly almost to like where you could tilt it back and drink it and it just looked like you were drinking out of the water bottle. But it was ice monster, dude, like ice cold. It would keep these fucking things cold like all day. So I'd bring like two of those big cans of monster in my backpack. I'm, I'm going off on a tangent, but you get the point. I used to sneak fucking caffeine into school because it was considered contraband at that point. But anyways, back to the article, guys. Number three, change up your routine. Maybe you've got a good stash and you're taking care of it. So why is there diminishing returns from your weed? Okay, taking anything in excess is bad. If you're, too, if you're smoking too much weed, that can spoil the tree. Ah, yes, tolerance. As you build tolerance, it becomes harder and harder to get stone-stoned. That's why when I do smoke, I smoke like high concentrate, like, high, not high concentrates, but, like, I don't do dabs, I don't fuck with dabs, never have, never will, tried them a few times, not a fan, too much for me, but, I am also smart enough to limit the amount that I allow myself to smoke on a daily basis, because if you're just going batshit crazy, you're smoking bowl after bowl, you're rolling joint after joint, like, you're rolling blunts, you're popping everything, like, there comes a point where you need to realize, like, maybe I should slow down, because if we're getting this far and this deep into it, 
Oh man, I'm feeling those edibles. I might have to take a break in a sec, guys. I need to go grab me a soda. But anyways, I digress. To continue, I'll finish out like this portion. I'm probably gonna go off on another rant. You know what? Fuck it. I'll take you guys with me to the mini fridge. I'll continue the podcast. But you know what? Yeah, it's facts. The more that you smoke, the harder it is for you to get stoned. You're gonna hear some like audio in the background because you know what? <laughs> One shot recordings are the best recordings. Oh, we're leaving the office. You'll hear a fan right now. Okay, and we're back in the office because you know what? It's literally right outside my doors where the mini fridge is. So enjoy that me getting a Pepsi ASMR routine. Change it up a bit. Keep it entertaining for you guys. I always got to keep a couple surprises under my belt. At least one or two. But yeah, changing off your routine could be like one of the best things that you can do when you smoke. Like, I don't know, man. Like, if you're just going to be constantly smoking... Realizing that you need to take a step back and take like a second to kind of Pepsi can opening ASMR incoming by the way And like if you're just constantly gonna be like blitzed out of your fucking mind then That's not really smoking to enjoy it. That's just smoking to get fucked up and my personal professional opinion If you're just smoking just to get absolutely roasted and fucked up You should quit smoking because you know what? There's a lot of people out there that smoke for medicinal reasons or smoke for like practical reasons. I eat meat. I don't smoke weed because I just want to be high all the time and forget about my problems. That's part of it, not gonna lie. But like, it helps me eat, it helps me sleep. Depending on the time of day that I smoke, like it, it adjusts me to whatever like current environment that I'm in, whatever like level of like stone that I need to be. I'm also a parent. For those of you that don't know and haven't heard the podcast before, I do have a three-year-old and it's like when I'm spending time with him during the day, I don't want to be absolutely high because you know what? I get to the point that like if I have my son and I'm stoned, like if he gets hurt or something or like there's an emergency and let's say like, oh shit, we have to take him to the hospital. I can't go, because if I'm baked and I go to the hospital with my kid, you run the risk of losing your kid. And there's a couple of friends who have told me too, like, oh, well, I smoke all the time when my kids are home. And I'm like, all right, that's great. Do what you're going to do. Everybody has a different way of doing things. I'm not here to tell you if it's right or wrong. I don't get paid enough for that. But I am here to tell you and give you advice and entertain you. So if you do have a child at home, And you have, like, a babysitter, or in my case, like, a cousin, a younger brother, you know, his uncles, his aunties. You have someone to watch him while you're gonna, like, go do your thing and hang out for a minute. Then, yeah, that's one thing. But you know what? I would rather have memories of, like, a dad who was stoned and hungry and chilling or napping all the time. You know, laughing, being a smartass, having a good old time. Then, you know, a father who, like, you know, would drink and fucking fight and get all pissed off. Not not to say that I did. My dad was a fucking amazing man. Didn't really drink. Didn't smoke. Didn't do anything like that. You know, God rest your soul, dad. But, like, I would rather have memories of 
a happy stoner dad than like a pissed off drunk dad. And I know a lot of people have seen that meme online, but at the same time, it's like, it makes sense. And this has nothing to do with changing up your routines. So you know what? We'll finish out this last paragraph. Consider how much you change, consider how you can change things up in terms of your cannabis use. I mean, have a smirk, smoke, smirking, smoking first thing in the morning. Try standing until evening or at least 4.20 p.m. Dear author, I hate to tell you, but 4.20 p.m. is in the evening. Smoke earlier in the day if you smoke too much at night. You know what? That's actually my, one of my biggest problems is at night. I get really, really, really fucking bored. And sometimes I admit, like, I'll smoke out of boredom. I'll smoke out of pure just like, oh, what am I going to do tonight? You know, my kid's not here. He's with his mom. Like, I'm chilling. We're having a good old time. Like, I'm vibing. I'm watching a YouTube video, eating some snacks. What can make this go any better than a joint? Now we'll go roll up something real quick or pack a quick bowl and smoke it. But, like, mixing things up. It's the best way to do it. And that's what we're gonna talk about in number four, changing your methods. Another thing you can adjust is the method by which you're getting high. Some people like to smoke, but will experience a different sensation when trying different methods. You ever heard the high from vaping or a bong hit? This may also be something you don't like. Huh, all right, all right. Give your lungs a break by experimenting with edibles. In general, edibles and dabs are considered two of the most high potency cannabis products. Which is why I don't really fuck with dabs. Again, if you've never heard this story, you know, I'll tell it again. If you have heard the story and you're a returning listener, you might laugh still. But one time, I'll make this a quick version. The first time that I ever really, like, dab-dabbed, I got obliterated. I sat there with, like, a fucking two liter of Dr. Pepper and a bag of Cool Ranch Doritos and fucked that shit up. Like, I sat there and I absolutely was just, like chugging this two liter i remember like maybe the first like 10 15 minutes after taking this dab and then the people that i was hanging out with my 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 sister and brother-in-law i fucking took a second dab didn't want to but i guess like he had already heated it and already had it ready it was a really tiny tiny looking piece i took a second dab and then it blacked out i went inside i was so high everything was spinning i threw up in the bathroom I remember that part, and then I remember getting up, going to the like the room that I was staying in, turning on fucking Netflix. I was watching like Jurassic Park or some shit. It was something with dinosaurs, and I slept for I shit you not, like almost ten hours. Like I was fucking gone. And as far as edibles are concerned, edibles just be careful because, like I said before in another story, me and my friend bought edibles intending them to be like you know, 25 milligrams, maybe 15 or 30, like something like that, maybe 50 tops. And we ended up getting a 250 milligram edible that we ate all in one sitting because the guy that sold them to us sold them to us as if they were 25 milligrams. But in reality, they're literally 10 fucking times that amount. And we were just absolutely like, holy shit. And something was off about the taste. It tasted a lot like weed. It had that, like, that taste, you know? And we were gone. We were on cloud nine, floating up into the sky. So let's move on to number five, because eat the right foods. Don't be like us that night with eating the right foods. 
what I'm talking about this? And we rolled out to In-N-Out. The plan was to take edibles, ed- edibles, edibles, go to In-N-Out, have ourselves a good night, go home and watch The Witcher. We made it as far as getting edibles, getting In-N-Out, and getting home to the couch and watching, like, maybe half an episode before my buddy passes out on the couch. I end up just sitting there like, I don't want to get up. I finally get up, put all the food away. Mind you, I ate all of our leftovers. Because we got those animal-style fries, two double-doubles, and there was like half a burger left on his thing and like a couple little fries left. And I had a nice, I had bought two burgers because I was like, you know what, I know I'm probably gonna eat his second one later on tonight. And you best fucking believe I did. I fucked that shit up. Like it was, it was by far the, excuse me, one of the best munchy nights that I ever fucking had. And it was just great. It was amazing. It was totally chill. Like the vibes were kicking. We were really high. And I tell you, man, when we watched The Witcher and we saw the scene where Geralt just fucks up so many people, I'm not going to ruin the show for you. If you haven't seen it, go check it out on Netflix, The Witcher. But like, dude, it was the coolest shit to watch when you were high as, you know, because the dude, the dude that plays Geralt also played Superman. So it was basically watching Superman fuck people up, but he also is like the perfect girl. But anyways, let's get into number five, eating the right foods. There are a number of pleasant accompaniments to marijuana that will boost its potent impact. A simple cup of black or green tea contains catechin, catechin, I don't know how the fuck you say that, an antioxidant that binds your brain's CB1 receptors that will help the soothing effects of cannabinoids come up much more efficiently. Wow. Dude, I didn't know that. That's kind of cool. Dark chocolate. Wow. Okay. Wins containing 72% or more cacao. Cocoa. But like... Alright. 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 Let's 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 think about that for a second. If you're eating dark chocolate that's 72% or more cocoa, cacao, you are fucking like some kind of god because that shit is bitter as fuck. There's still not only acts as an antioxidant, it will slow down the breakdown of... Anandamide, the brain chemical named at the Sanskrit word for bliss. This will sustain the length of your high. Cool. Food's rich in omega-3 fatty acids will also effectively synthesize endocannabinoids and cannabinoid receptors. Neat. Like THC boosting myrcene or high enhancing pinene. Pinene can be found in sage, thyme, and other herbs. Well, myrcene can be found in mangoes. Yep, there it is. Broccoli. Yo. Yo. Alright, guys. Tell me, in some way, shape, or form, whatever you can, follow me on Insta at LeeNikki. Send me a message if you want to see a post about me making broccoli and cheese. Dude, that actually sounds really fire right now. I, I didn't know broccoli could boost your high, but now, now I'm going to get down with some broccoli. I'm not even going to steam it. I'm just going to throw it in the microwave, melt some cheese to it, and go to town. Maybe I'll steam it. Just steam broccoli is just delicious. If all else fails, a multivitamin is good for you anyway, and improves cellular absorption and the flow of the circular, circular, cir- I can't say circulatory, there we go, that will be very helpful for the flow of THC, okay, I don't know about that one, I'm not just going to go pop a Flintstones vitamin and they're going to go crazy inside my body, but you know what, I definitely am going to go pick up some mangoes and broccoli now, maybe I'll make like a TikTok about it, or I'll even maybe I'll make like a YouTube video about it, who knows. 
exercise. You should be looking at how healthy your habits are in general. All right, I'm gonna say this flat out. Body fat is where a lot of THC is absorbed and stored. That's a quote from the article, not from me. Sometimes it can be slowly released, diminishing the quality of your high. So a diet next to routine that reduces your overall amount of body fat is advisable. Thank God I don't really have a lot of body fat. I'm pretty skinny. Everybody always wants to know, how do you stay so skinny? I don't know, I'm a pothead with really good metabolism. Like, I'll sit down and fuck up an entire Little Caesars pizza in like 20, 30 minutes. But you know what? I don't gain a fucking pound afterwards. Uh, basically what it's talking about after that is like, you know, changing your diet, exercising regularly and everything about that. And apparently, a 2013 study in drug and alcohol dependence found that a cardio session raises blood THC levels by 15% lit. And last but not least, number seven, take a tolerance break. But before I get to that, I want to thank you guys for making it this far in the beginning. And on the exercise note... Have you guys ever gotten absolutely stoned and gone and walked around places? There's a place called the Living Desert out here in the Coachella Valley in Palm Desert. And one of my favorite things that I've ever done is take gummies with me to the Living Desert. Like in my little backpack, my little trail bag. You know, I got my trail mix. I got like three or four bottles of water, a couple energy drinks just to keep it going. But they also had two containers of gummies. And each gummy was only like 10 milligrams. But still, when you're walking around and you're popping a gummy every 20, 30 minutes, like I ate like three of them, so I was like, okay, cool, 30 milligrams, it's gonna keep me good for the day. I'm walking around, I'm looking at meerkats and shit, I'm looking at fucking hyenas and shit, like I'm looking at a wolf, I'm looking at lions, I'm looking at like, they got this really, really, really awesome exhibit that's meerkats. And they pop up and they do that thing where they stand on their high legs and kind of like wave at you, like, like meerkats. Let me know if you agree or disagree with me on this. Meerkats are just otters that live on land. Change my mind. They're both cute. Compare their faces. Throw them side by side. I bet you if you put a meerkat and an otter together, if they were friendly ones, not like evil mean ones that have seen videos of them that would probably want to murder each other. But, like, if they're friendly and, you know, you get them acquainted a little bit before pulling that sheet of glass from between the two of them, I feel like they would get along pretty well. I wonder if you could breed a meerkat with an otter and get some form of hybrid that could be, I don't know, live on, I don't know, dude, fuck, I don't know, it would probably not be suited for life on the savannah and it wouldn't be suited for life in, like, you know, lakes and streams and stuff either, but you know what, it would be fucking adorable. But anyways, guys, number seven, take a tolerance break. This is one of the most important things that I could ever tell anybody that's ever smoked weed in their entire life. Every now and then, for me, every like couple years or like maybe like, you know, six months to a year, I'll quit smoking for like two or three, two or three weeks. Like this one says to see if you can last a month, maybe more without any cannabis. I, you know. I probably could, but at the same time, it's like, if I have weed or someone hands me weed, like, I don't know. For like, for me anyways, like, it helps with eating and diet and, excuse me, eating, diet, and sleep. So, I mean, taking a tolerance break, I don't smoke like some people smoke like a shitload of weed in one day and then you get fucked up and then you go to bed and you wake up and the first thing you do in the morning is smoke, you wake and bake, whatever you want to call it. But like, 
you know, I know a lot of people are just like, oh, I need to take a tea break, I need to take a tolerance break, I need to stop smoking for a little bit. And then they go, they stop smoking, they come back to it eventually. And I had a buddy once who took like six months, six months, mind you, this dude was like an every single day, I'm gonna smoke right now type of guy. And he took six months off of smoking weed. And everybody was like, so do you wanna come to the session? And he's like, no, no, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Finally, he comes back for the session because he had a rough week, had a bad breakup with a chick he was seeing or whatever. And he goes, yeah, we're going to smoke tonight. He shows up with this, like, really, really nice, like, stack of different pre-rolls and stuff. And we're like, yeah, lit. Awesome. Let's do it. Dude, guy got fucking so baked. He's sitting there in the garage holding a beer, reading the beer label, trying to figure out. He's like... It doesn't say the ingredients on it, man. Like, soda cans tell you the ingredients. You know what's in soda cans. And I'm just like, bro, that Akinach, like, are you good? Are you okay? And he's like, I'm so fucking high, dude. And he's sitting there chain-smoking fucking, not just any cigarettes. If you are a cigarette smoker, you might, you might know the brand I'm about to talk about. Camel cigarettes, but not like the Camel Crushes, the Camel Red to Blues. The pink and black pack of camels which are like some of the tastiest sexiest looking cigarettes out there on the market not not to encourage you to smoke cigarettes but if you are already a smoker and you smoke camels i would recommend trying them not sponsored not with them in any way shape or form but if you are a cigarette smoker try quitting first but if you're not going to quit and you're going to keep smoking them I mean, give them a shot or something, like, or, you know, at least use those, like, tasty flavored papers as, like, you know, rolling papers, roll all the shit tobacco out of it and pack that paper, too, full of cannabis. It's the best. And anybody that's never smoked a spliff, that's totally cool. You don't have to like tobacco. You don't have to like nicotine. But it's like, I don't know, man. Like, I don't know. He's sitting there, and the whole point of this is he's chain smoking these fucking camels, dude. And I'm looking at him like, bro, are you okay? And he's like, no, I'm going to go to bed. I'm like, you're not fucking driving anywhere. Go sleep on the couch. He goes inside, falls asleep on my couch. You know, I throw a blanket on him later. I go outside, grab the keys from the garage. Put him in my room while the dresser and shit. Me and my girlfriend are looking at each other like, what the fuck did we do with him? And he's, we're just like, I guess he's staying here for now. He wakes up like four or five hours later, you know, we're sitting there like I had ordered food and then he ordered like pizza or some shit. And then he goes out and he's like, oh shit, like my hat, oh man. Like he was all kinds of like fucked up. But you can tell he wasn't high anymore. So like I made him a cup of coffee, you know, told him like, hey, there's pizza right there. Like, you know, whatever, grab some if you want some. He grabs his keys, grabs a couple slices of pizza. He's like, yeah, I'm going home. And we're just like, the second he goes out the door, me and my girlfriend start laughing our asses off because he just is so fucked, so high. Because he wasn't, like, a heavy smoker before. But I think what fucked him up was chain-smoking the cigarettes in our garage. Like, dude, that was just... He was being a savage. But anyways, guys, if you find that you are not getting as high as you previous were... Previous... Previous were? If you can't... <laughs> Fuck, I can't talk. These edibles are kicking in. I'm going to go pass the fuck out after I'm done with this. But it's estimated that a month is needed for cannabinoids to completely leave your system. If tolerant break sounds unpleasant, you can find supports to get you th- to get you through it. All right. You know what? If there's still a responsible place for cannabis in your life, get back in and feel a more powerful high than before. 
Yeah, that's true, but then you're gonna build up tolerance again and then you're gonna have to take another tea break. I don't know, guys. Anyways, thanks for sticking with me for this episode. If you need to take a tolerance break, if you need to start exercising, changing up your routines, storing your weed better, changing up your methods, eating some better food, or choose a better strain for you, then go check out some of these articles. Again, that's royalqueenseeds.com. It's a cannabis blog. And you know what? Guys, take it easy. Enjoy the wake and bake. And I will be here for all of you guys on the next episode of Stoner Thoughts. Catch you later. Alright guys, so anyway, let's get into this article.